Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We've got another episode on my own today going through the Brisbane Broncos and their best 17 heading into 2024. Obviously a huge season for the club off the back of 2023. Obviously going all the way to the grand final and just falling short. And, you know, not only falling short, but falling short to the greatest comeback in Rugby League history to potentially one of the greatest teams we've ever seen, if not the greatest team we've seen, I think. Definitely the greatest team of the NRL era. Uh, so you do feel sorry for the Brisbane Broncos. I think that in the storyline of the Penrith Panthers, three in a row and whatnot, it is forgotten where the Brisbane Broncos have come from. Only a wooden spoon two or three years ago. So it has been uh, an incredible rise from a very, very proud club who probably never expected themselves to ever be in a situation like that. So you have to give full credit to uh, Coach Kevin Walters, key playmakers like Adam Reynolds, um, the experience that has been shown by young guys, realistically, of Payne Haas, Paddy Carrigan, these sort of guys who have uh, who have had to grow up fast and they've done an incredible job of it. I think the recruitment by the club over the last year has been sensational, adding Reese Walsh. Um, I think fair to say, you know, off the top of the head, he'd be right up there with by the season of last year. Pretty hard to go past for me, getting them all the way to the grand final, dominating origin and whatnot. Uh, so the Brisbane Broncos, they're sitting in a good spot. They've got a couple of changes heading into Season 2024 and uh, pretty significant changes as well. Herbie Farmworth, Dallium Center of the Year, leaving the club, uh, heading to the Dolphins to join Wayne Bennett in 2024. Uh, probably the Broncos' best meters guy coming out of their own end and one of the best in the competition, so definitely the Broncos' best. That will really hurt. I thought in the grand final he was sensational as well, so he stands up in big games. We know this. Uh, that will leave a gap, and we'll talk about how they're going to fill that gap, and they're obviously moving a couple of guys around, which I think will sort of determine the outcome of their season. Uh, Inside Herbie Farmworth, you obviously had the experienced Kurt Capel, who's made his way to the New Zealand Warriors, a guy that was a key cog in turning the Brisbane Broncos around over the last couple of years. Obviously, defensively, hasn't had his greatest two seasons of all time, uh, but it's very hard to replace experience. And I personally think the Brisbane Broncos, they will really miss Kurt Capewell as well. So a couple of tough ones to replace there. On top of that, Tommy Flegler. Uh, obviously a guy that was probably the third best front row forward in this team, but 
there's an argument that he could be a top 10 front row forward in rugby league. And I personally think uh, that he will establish himself very quickly as a proper alpha in this competition down there at the Dolphins. I think that'll be his pack for the foreseeable future. And I think he's going to dominate there. A guy uh, who, you know, he got targeted in the grand final, but I didn't think he took a backward step, scored a try just before halftime, was good in the grand final and origin. You know, he looks like he's just made for that arena. So a couple of big losses there. I think a little underrated one is Keenan Palacio off the bench for the Brisbane Broncos. Losing him will hurt, but there are a number of young guys that are ready to step into this side. I do worry about them losing the experience of Kurt Gable. Uh, we'll talk about it more in a moment, but you look at that left edge for the Brisbane Broncos, you're going to have a new center, you're going to have a new back rower, uh, and they're going to potentially be paired with a new winger as well, and with Ezra Mam, who defensively, uh, he does have his issues and needs a bit of help around him. So it's going to be very interesting how that left edge does end up. We pretty much know with the Broncos, this is why I chose to do this episode on my own, because from Kevin Walters, we pretty much know what this side will look like. It's just that front row spot and a little bit of the bench makeup that we're not too sure of. Uh, but let's get into this Brisbane Broncos side for 2024, a year where they're hoping to do what the Penrith Panthers did in 21, come from a grand final loss to go one step further and take out the premiership. At fullback, Reese Walsh, absolute superstar of our game. Uh, I absolutely love that everything everything that is about Reese Walsh. I know he's got errors in him. I know a lot of you in the comments want to get stuck into him and whatnot. I've always said it. Reese Walsh, he can make 10 mistakes and he's ready to make the 11th. And a lot of you out there look at that as a negative. I look at it as a huge positive. Uh, and, you know, I think it depends on the player, how we want to look at that. For me, I always look at it as a positive. With James Maloney, it's what I always said about him. It's why he was successful just about everywhere he went. Reese Walsh, the attitude's always wanting to go out and win games of football, not just sit back and leave it up to other players. I fucking love it. And I know there's a lot of you out there in the comments that'll point at the grand final and try and blame it on him and whatnot, which I personally think is a little bit unfair. But having that attitude, I said it from his debut at the New Zealand Warriors, um, it's going to win him more games than it's going to lose him. And uh, if the Brisbane Broncos are to be successful over the next few years, Reese Walsh will be a big part of that. You might have noticed Queensland pretty successful this year. Uh, they didn't go for Caelan Ponga, who won a Dalian medal. They went for Reese Walsh. He did not take a backward step. He backed himself in the entire way and tell me it was the wrong call. Uh, as a New South Welshman, I sure as fuck know it wasn't the wrong call. So Reese Walsh, absolute superstar. He's going to light it up in this competition for a long period of time. And I cannot wait to watch his career unfold up there. Wingers. Interesting. Um, I think Jesse Arthurs, based on his performance in the grand final, at halftime I was sitting there going, could Jesse Arthurs win a Clive Churchill here? He was tremendous. He was everywhere in that game. So Jesse Arthurs, he will get one wing spot for me. The other wing spot's interesting. We're hearing that Selwyn Cobbo was going to move to left centre. Kevin Walters has all but confirmed that. Uh, so there's going to be a wing spot that is open. Obviously, Jesse played on the left edge in the grand final. You would assume he holds on to that spot. Uh, but with Selwyn Cobbo potentially moving to the centres, maybe they go for a bit more of experience on that edge. So I think one of the wingers will be Jesse Arthurs. I think the other spot... Probably comes down to Corey Oates and Dean Mariner, maybe a Deloise Hoyter. They've got a few options up there. I'm hearing that Corey Oates is impressing uh, up there uh, in preseason training. I, I think it's also pretty evident that losing Herbie Farmworth, he obviously gets a lot of metres coming out of your own hand. You probably need someone to pick up some of that weight. For me, Corey Oates is that perfect guy. So for me, I would have Jesse Arthurs and Corey Oates. Which side you have them on? I don't know. I know that both can play both sides. So maybe preference of players. Maybe it comes down to who's best to defend with. Selwyn Cobbo moving to centre. But let's be honest here, Katoni Staggs also has his issues defensively. So I'm not quite sure what Kev Walters is going to do there. Uh, but some fantastic options there. If one of them was to go down, to have Dean Mariner waiting in the squad, you're sitting in a pretty good spot. And if it doesn't work out with Selwyn Cobbo, he could move back to the wings. Um 
and you've got an absolute star there as well. So plenty of options there with the Brisbane Broncos. Centers, Katani Staggs picks himself at right center, played for the Kangaroos last season. I wouldn't be surprised to see him really have a breakout season. I think with Herbie leaving, Kevin Walters will probably challenge him to get a few more touches of the football. But I have said this for three years running, hasn't really changed so far. So we'll see. I really hope that Katani Staggs can come back from that Kangaroos experience and take his game to the next level. The other center, Selwyn Cobo. We've spoken about him a lot already in the preseason, obviously moving into the centers. We've seen him play in the centers before. Defensively, I am worried. There's no doubt about that. Attacking-wise, though, I'm sure he absolutely lights it up there. It might take a little bit of time, uh, but I'm very confident that Selwyn Cobo will do a good job at center and attack. Defense will be the issue. So that's your back five. I'm pretty confident it goes Walsh, Arthurs, and Oates on the wings with the centers being Selwyn Cobo and Katoni Staggs. 5-8, three-try hero, I would assume. The first player to ever score a hat-trick in a grand final and lose, I would safely assume the first player to ever score a hat-trick in a 10-minute period and lose a grand final, Ezra Mam. Uh, I think he'll go from strength to strength, and I think he'll be better for the run this year. Uh, I am keen to see how he goes defensively with new bodies around him, Selwyn Cobo, Brennan Piercura, by the sounds of it. That will be a big, big test for Ezra Mam. So that's my big watch with Ezra at 5'8". Uh, but he has no competition for this spot. He is an absolute shit-in, and I really do hope he stays at the Broncos long-term because he is a real Brisbane Broncos player, Put him up in lights, put him on the big stages, and Ezra will do his thing. So absolutely love everything about him. Very keen to see, along with Reese Walsh, how his career unfolds at the Brisbane Broncos. Adam Reynolds, the seven. Uh, we obviously got some news yesterday or the day before that he was hobbling around with an injury. Uh, look, Adam Reynolds having an injury in January or February. Does it really shock anyone? Uh, I think it's about the eighth year in a row. I'm not too concerned. I'm very confident he'll be there round one. I think there'll be another three or four headlines throughout the year that Adam Reynolds leaves training early. It seems to happen all the time. Adam Reynolds is a tough bugger. He understands his body. He knows how to manage himself. Kevin Walters would trust him to do so. Uh, so Adam Reynolds at seven. Um, he'll be fine throughout the season. There'll be injury clouds. There'll be worries. But he'll be good as gold, I think. So that's your back line for the Brisbane Broncos. Absolutely stacked. Love the look of it. Let's get into this forward pack. Now, Payne Haas, he's the obvious choice in the front row forward. Uh, he will be the leader of this side as he was last year. The other front row spot is interesting. And they've got plenty of options here. The first option, they could move Paddy Carrigan into the front row, not play him at 13 and play uh, Kobe Hetherington in Jersey 13. I've heard rumors of that. I probably think they'll keep Paddy Carrigan in 13. I thought that when he wasn't in the 13 jersey, uh, the Broncos did look like a little bit of a different side. So I'd be keeping Paddy Carrigan at 13. you got Payne Haas in the front row. Who partners him? Plenty of options. Uh, Corey Jensen, who is Mr. Reliable up there. I've loved him for a long time. He'd probably be my first choice guy. Uh, you've also got Fletcher Baker arriving from the Sydney Roosters. I'm not quite convinced, to be completely honest with you, if Fletcher Baker is the player that people keep telling me that he is. Happy to be proven wrong, and I will wear egg all over my face if so. But I'm not quite sure if he's a starting front rower for the Brisbane Broncos coming into this season. But we will see. I would lean towards Corey Jensen personally to partner Payne Haas uh, and carry some other middle forwards on the bench. The edges, Jordan Rickey. Actually, Hooker, sorry, obviously Billy Walters. I don't think they changed Billy Walters. I thought he was really good uh, in the final series last year. Uh, sent him over to Vegas. He's one of the faces of the team. So Billy Walters, I think he's a shit in at nine. I think he's very safe to start there. I think the 14 jersey is a little bit more up for grabs, which we'll talk about soon. Edge back row is Jordan Rickey on the right-hand side. I thought he had a real coming-of-age season in 2023. I had my concerns about Jordan Rickey and whether he was mature enough to have that role uh, across an entire season. I thought last 
last year he was really good, and I thought he matured quite a bit. So I'm actually very confident uh, with Jordan Ricky having that role. He'll be on the right edge outside Adam Reynolds. The left edge, as we spoke about, defending with Ezra Mam out there. Kirk Capewell was there. And look, Kirk Capewell wasn't the greatest defender, but he's got a very high footy IQ, uh, which I think helped that edge quite a bit. Losing Capewell will hurt. you got the young superstar, Brendan Piacura, who we assume will play big minutes on that edge. Big fan of the kid, really like him, uh, but I do think it will really test that edge that you're going to have Piacura, Ezra Mam, Selwyn Cobo. Three guys that haven't defended together. Two out of three that I know defensively do have their issues. I can't really talk for Brendan Piacura. Uh, as of yet, I haven't watched enough of him defending in that spot. Uh, but I think the footy IQ that you develop as you get older, that Kirk Cable had, he obviously lacks that a little bit. So that left edge, they are potent in attack. They're going to be unbelievable to watch. Defensively, though, it is the obvious spot that you're going to ha- that you're going to target if you're coming up against the Brisbane Broncos. I still, I would be happy to. Keep pushing through that. There's going to be issues. We know that. Uh, but I think Brendan Piercura, the upside he has an attack, it'll take time, but I think it will be worthwhile. So I think Piercura on the left, and you'll have Jordan Ricky on the right. 13 jersey, I would have Paddy Carrigan. Rumors that you could see Kobe Hetherington there. I can understand both avenues, but for me, I would be sticking with Paddy Carrigan. I think he's one of the best 13s in the game, if not right up there with the best. If you called him the best, I'd be like, I understand where you're coming from. I get it 100%. Let's move to the bench. Jersey 14, uh, who's going to take this spot? Tyson Smoothie obviously had it in the grand final. Corey Pakes had it throughout last season. Uh, Tyson Smoothie, they settled on him for grand final day and the final. So you would have to assume he's the front runner. But does Blake Moser come into calculations? Uh, He's obviously got a bit more upside, less maturity, less experience. But I wouldn't be surprised to see him come into calculations this year. In fact, I'd be surprised if he doesn't make his debut this season at some point take ownership of that 14 jersey. So keep an eye on that situation. I wouldn't be surprised if Blake Moser does get the nod in jersey 14 throughout this season. Maybe not just start. I think that they will kick the season off with Tyson Smoothie, but Blake Moser is a big, big watch there. But Smoothie, been there, done it, done the job for them come finals time. Thought in the grand final he was really good, set up a nice little try for Tommy Flegler. So he has to be the front runner. But I think Blake Moser is very, very interesting. If I'm looking for a two-prong hooker combination, which one fear, do I fear more? Uh, you've obviously got Billy Walters and Smoothie. Sure, reasonably like-for-like players. Give me Billy Walters and Blake Moser. A bit, bit of X factor for 20, 30 minutes. If I'm a tired pack, seeing Blake Moser come out there, that really worries me. So one to watch there. The bench spots. I think Kobe Hetherington, if he's not in Jersey 13, he will lock down one of those spots. The other spots are up for grabs. If I have got Corey Jensen as my starting front row forward, which I would, I need two more middles. There's four names to pick from here. Fletcher Baker heading up from the Sydney Roosters. Uh, Takira, the young guy there, the absolute man mountain, who I think will become very relevant the longer the season goes for the Brisbane Broncos, especially around that origin period and whatnot. Xavier Willison, who's had a huge amount of ability for a long time. Just seemingly his body just can't help him. Uh, and the last one is, of course, Marty Tapao, who's been, who fell out of the side late, but obviously an experienced campaigner. Uh, they wouldn't ask much of Marty, I think 20, 25 minutes, and he'd do a job for them. The other one coming out from the St. George Illawarra Dragons, which I think is a bit of an underrated signing, is Jaden Hunt. He is an absolute workhorse. Uh, the only thing that I think might play against Jaden Hunt is that I think he's an extremely like-for-like player with Corey Jensen. Uh, so they might look for different options in bigger sides of Takuma. Kira, uh, Xavier Willis, and Marty, these sort of guys. But Jaden Hunt, one to keep an eye on up there at the Broncos. I think he's going to do well. I think he was underappreciated and underutilized at the St. George Illawarra Dragons. You all know how high I was on Jackson Ford before he arrived at the Warriors. Um, I don't feel that high about Jaden Hunt, 
but I think he's got a lot to offer, and I think he could quite easily become a bench forward for the Brisbane Broncos. Keep an eye on him during trials and just how much work he gets through. Uh, so Baker, Takira, Willison, Hunt, Marty, you got to pick two of those five. Uh, the other three don't make the side, in my opinion, which uh, the depth for the Broncos is sensational. You get to the origin period, you'll see a lot of these guys over that time as well. So good opportunity for those guys to show what they can do. Uh, so obviously, when you look at the rest of the squad, You'll probably have, you know, Willison, Hunt, Marty, maybe a Takura Fletcher Baker that doesn't miss the squad. Great depth in the forward pack. You covered for a number of spots there. Uh, you got Blake Moser, who might not make the side. If not, Corey Pakes, Tyson Smoothie in the extended squad. Great spot to be with those sort of fellas in your team. Uh, the other guys that missed out on the side, especially in the outside backs, at the moment, Dean Mariner and Deloise Hoyter missed my side. Two genuine Young guns there who will come in and do a job. Jordan Piera, a bit of more of an older fellow there, but we know what he can do. Defensively, a few things that he's not great at, but in attack, he is sensational. Do a lot of work coming out of your own end. You could do much better, much worse than have two or three injuries and bring Jordan Piera into your side. Uh, Tristan Saylor as well, the young bloke of Wendell Saylor. Very, very talented. I believe a few English Super League clubs were sniffing around for him at the Broncos. They put their foot down and said no bueno to that. So hopefully he comes into the plan somewhere. So fucking talented. So talented. I really want to see him get a gig in first grade somewhere. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Doesn't look like it's going to be at the Brisbane Broncos, but once again, you have a couple of injuries in this side. Reese Walsh goes to play State of Origin, whatever it might be. He's going to be an absolute star to bring in. I think he can probably win you a couple of games during the origin periods or if you have injuries. The other one, uh, Jock Madden. Obviously, you can play Sailor in the halves if you, if you want, but I think Jock Madden, he's the best like-for-like like or the closest you can get to Adam Reynolds. So I think it's well worth having him in the side. He has shown uh, that he can guide a good footy team around and get wins. I think he's a Band-Aid halfback or a Band-Aid 5'8", but with a side like this, with the sort of forward pack they've got, I am hyper-confident Jock Madden can come into, side, can come into this side and win you games of football. Obviously, Kevin Walters, the coach, their depth is sensational. It is unreal. They've probably lost more than most teams through Flegler, Paliasia, Kurt Capewell, uh, Herbie Farmworth. So I think there will be a little dip there. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how they respond to that grand final loss. But I do think the Brisbane Broncos are a top four side in 2024 once again. But they have got a couple of things to overcome, no doubt about it. Let me know in the comments, guys, if there was anyone that I left out, anyone I'm sleeping on in your opinion, anyone I forgot, whatever it might be, or if you disagree with any of my Brisbane Broncos selections. I've obviously got a few middle forwards that I'm a little bit higher on than the average bear. I've got a few guys that I'm a little bit lower on as well. So plenty to touch on there. Let me know in the comments your thoughts on this Brisbane Broncos side. They're one of the more intriguing sides coming into season 2024. Coming off that grand final, there will be scars there. But, you know, they won a spoon a couple of years ago. This is a team that is no stranger to dealing with scars. Plenty of experience in key spots. Plenty of superstars in key spots as well. A young side mixed in with a couple of old heads in key spots. A very, very exciting side to watch in season 2024.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.